mics are on. I already checked them. Finally, this is like the first time nice. I've ever started the show, and I've gotten everything done ahead of time, so we can just like jump right TSA into it. TSA pre-check. Yes. Not too shabby. Y'all, I'm getting Wait, better. We gotta do the old mic check, though. Just no, what? No, they're there. We're sure? Yeah. Okay. Is, that, uh, is the camera wrong? I mean, is yours on? I did. Yeah. Yours on? I that think one's so. just for reference. You gotta talk right in the top. Of oh yeah, this one. Yeah. So like, yeah. You can, yeah. it's a. I'm gonna fucking upgrade after this one. I still didn't hook it up to my computer yet, so we're using this hunk nah, of junk. Okay. But it'll get it done. But oh, okay. every time, like the 20 minute mark, it's like invalid key. Like yeah, like uh, yeah, that's always yeah. Always we're, pops we're up. We're working like, with oh, uh, low low budget at the moment. Uh, budget's about to get up. Hopefully, <laughs> we're gonna ask upper management. But uh, anyways, we got a special guest on today, Sean Board. Yeah. Yeah, no, let's dummy. Do it. Let's do it. Let's Why do it. not? Okay. Yeah. No. Thank you so much for the cold open. Let's do it. No. We're here. All right. So, special guest today of the All or Nothing show, and this is Sean Board. Tried to have him on, like, my first or second time. Shit got weird, so... Uh, yeah, that was I, like four months ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. Way before quarantine, but it's finally time to get him back on here. He's doing some cool things, and we wanted to talk about it today. And of course, we got Griffin and Brock, as usual, the boys. And yeah, Griffin lost his tan from last week. <laughs> and you yeah. better hold on to that thing, dude. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot y'all had a, a replacement in yeah, the of me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're gonna start this bad boy off with a bang. And uh, do we want to go over the yes the flavor of Scadaddle. That's a it reminds me of the radical uh, Scadaddle Scatman Scadaddle. Yeah, it's radical. And scadaddle. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I know y'all like probably aren't bangheads. Neither am I, but I'm around them a lot. I'm a this looks head. like unicorn, uh, the unicorn flavor. Yeah, I thought it I, is. That's what I thought it was. It looks, it's literally the same color scheme as yeah. a unicorn. I haven't it had makes a bang. Me think it's gonna taste very similar too. So I'm curious. So Landon, the guy I got these from, plug. He, yeah. I told him I'd mention him on the show. At nice. First squad one's free. Yes. Who Second hasn't one, been squatting a lot recently, so he needs to almost think about changing that. Yeah. But uh, anyways, he somehow gets the plug of these things before they even like release to everybody else. And he was like, yo, I've got three for you. Review them. So he yeah, says this he's is a, like a, the sneaker yeah, head. Dude. Yeah, dude. He's like the guy you go to. I feel like everybody has like a Yeezy guy or something guy. like that. Every week I'll go, or like every other week stuff. I'll go into work and he'll be like, yo, have you tried the new dr- this new drink or that? I'm like, dude, what drink? And he's like, yeah, it's about to release. I got him. <laughs> I was like, what? I got him straight from China. How'd you yeah. get a case yeah. of them already? But uh, he said this is a one-time-a-month drink, so we're about to see that right one now. One-time-a-month? He says one-time-a-month. Did you ever try his birthday cake? I did. That's definitely a one-time on my drink. But he's been drinking a K-Straight, so I'm sure he's done with it now. K-Straight. Yeah. So let's crack them open. I haven't had like a bang in like a year. Good service. Oh, you've only had six. Only the rings and the other ones. So to stay cold. There you go. Give it a sniff test first. Oh, it smells like it's going to be Skittly or cotton candy, which is always risky. It does smell like that. Dead serious. Tell me, tell me. I'm gonna go grab it right now. Hold on. That reminds me of a Sprite remix. Do you remember oh, those? Oh yeah. Ah, it oh. kind of smells like that. Smell you know that. What? It tasted kind of familiar. It smells oh, so just does like that. Does that affect your review now? Are you gonna review it higher if it tastes like Deep Pump? It smells like. You know, it. because if you gave it like, a four, it. what does that say about? It kind of tastes like it too. 
Is that the Starburst? Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. So I don't think it's Starburst, actually. It's more like Skittle. If this is Skittle, this is definitely Skittle. Yeah. It I'll, almost... Well, I don't know if you guys ever used to do this, but I would... Uh, Take all of the Skittles and then I would just put them all in my mouth and suck on them until they I'm turned sure into this giant blob. I'm like sure you did. Jawbreaker. Yeah, and then I would just let it slowly dissolve and turn it until it turned into like crystals inside of my mouth. So it tastes like the conglomeration of Skittles. All right, to on me. the topic of Skittles, sour Skittles, sour best, Skittles hand, best. hands down. Yeah, until like, your mouth bleeds. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah your tongue, until it bleeds. Your tongue yeah. gets super raw. You can't taste anything for the rest of the day. <laughs> Wild bear is yeah. the worst. Wild bear, yeah. All are the you, tropical like ones. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, guys. You know, I'll give tropical an edge over wild berry. It's definitely not on the same level. But uh, I won't say I love it, though, yeah. And you guys uh, disagreed with me, I remember. I prefer the green apple over the lime skittle. I think the green apple was the no. smarter decision. Fuck no. <laughs> Lemon and lime, they both suck. <laughs> so it's like already you've. And orange, Bro, I would even say. We're too. friends with this dude. It, the oh order, the hierarchy, on the red, <laughs> purple, the old formula, red, purple, orange, yellow, green. And now it's red, purple, green, orange, yellow. Yellow's always at the end. Yeah. Same with Starburst. Yes. Although that yellow sour one hits. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. extra, extra. That one you're like, oh, it's yeah. like, it really hits you. Did y'all ever used to like warheads? Yes. Oh, yeah. no. You ever do like back when you were in middle school, you try to, who could put the most warheads in their mouth? Yeah, the black like, one. 16. Oh, black cherry. That was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah we good. used to do that at my friend's birthday parties. It's like, I got a bag of warheads. And we just sit up in the like rec room and just see like, Those okay, he's are, three in. Uh, or make your teeth like so sensitive after yeah. that, dude. Oh. Good old days. Yeah. But anyways, it's like the equivalent of like a flashbang. <laughs> oh, dude, mouth. for your mouth, it like rings. Do you ever see? Um, I think it was a it was a thing on Twitter. Someone had screenshotted some like comment on I don't know if it was point up or somewhere, but it was about someone giving a blowjob with pop rocks. Whoa! You ever see that? Okay. I don't remember where I, I saw it, but Googling. I thought I'd throw it in there since <laughs> since we're talking about. Candy hey, babe, like do you the, like pop rocks? Yeah. I've seen grapefruit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, they're the grapefruit one. Yeah, the grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that. Dude, you'll have to show you this video after, man. It's fucking wild. Like, the, the noise is more shocking than the gesture. It's like, whoa, where'd that come from? Like, Paul says, like, Sarah, I have something new to try. Have you pulls out just like a horse size. And takes That's no time example, to yeah. just get to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's scary. It's almost horror, like a horror film a little bit. You want to kick it off with the first question we got? We're going to do Like you're so fired up with this bang. Uh, So I'm I'm going high. I I really like the Skittle flavor. It reminds me like definitely a purple-ish Skittle. Yeah. Grape. Grape Definitely not once a month. I definitely go home once a month. Definitely. Definitely. Very light. Carbonated. No? No, because I don't like flavors like this. I don't like gummy worm. Uh, Skittle, you like orange. Can't, yeah, I like orange. <laughs> Anything orange is like a, a daily drinker for me. Hmm. But I, uh, I, no, I could deal once a month, but no more than that. All right. Well, overall review for me, good. Carbonation's game. good. Um, obviously it bangs, so you know everything about that. Only caffeine. Everything else is bullshit. It's just and, gonna jack uh, me up. I just remember that. Not yeah, super I'm gonna... creatine or whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, super creatine, ultra CoQ10. And 
they have uh, well EA they never put the, the but why trademark that that's such a soup well yeah they trademarked everything so they call it I know, special names I know they trademarked everything and he has thing a new in ingredient there called Nitro Jack and his name's Jack that's anyways. what I was going to say I saw uh, Nitro, Nitro Jack, Jack. he one. threw his name into the trademark I do feel like the Bang CEO is yeah. like living his own like fantasy he's almost like the Dan Bilzerian of all right, like so. Now that we dug into Jack Owak, I I want to talk about him a little bit. I kind of respect the dude. I fuck with him because he's like killing it. Well, he's he, killing it. He's, he's very like, creepy from the outside in. It's like, yeah, this guy is like I don't know, just a weird guy overall. But is I feel it, like he marches to the beat yeah, of his own CEO. drum. Yeah. He doesn't care what other people does think. not care, and I wish I lived like just more like be like Jack. What would Jack do? That's what I'm gonna start asking you know, myself. At the, like the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. at the Arnold, they always have the most like obnoxious. When I loud went, booth. they had they had a massive booth, and there's just a bunch of hoes and like no clothes. Just <laughs> they give bang, everybody just, free bang. Yeah, sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah, just passing them DJ. out. Fun time to me. But just, yeah, that's the thing. Is like everybody yeah. else. I'm sure it's like. Really? But I'm sure for him, he's like, fuck yes, yeah. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, I like yes. it too. I like it too, yeah. yeah. punches all the cameras. And so <laughs> he did show that, I mean, he surpassed Monster for sure and whatnot. I think he's a billion dollar brand right now. Billion dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, How do you crazy. think it started? It's probably because the profit margin. The profit margins have to be like insane on this. Yeah. Do you remember probably. like the early days of like fitness Instagram products, original Quest bars, like yes. when Bangs Everyone first came was sponsored out. by and Shreds. Now Quest. Shreds. Yeah. Yeah. Quest is like the worst bar well, out there. Well, he puts on oh. here Redline, like legendary Redline products. I never took a Redline and never knew anyone that took a Redline, but I knew Ampham would sell it sometimes. Did y'all know anyone that would actually take that? No. They had it at, in no. the Gold's fridge, so I used to take the VPX like Redline little yeah. shot. Pre- oh, did y'all like y'all ever have the? Uh, I think it's called Beta Blast. Mm-mm. It's like a little like it looks like one of those little like kids hugs drinks. No, but it's like this. It's probably like this tall, and it's like a chubby drink. It's shaped a little weird, and uh, connection will, will suck, so I can't look it up. But it's like basically just two hundred grams uh, or two hundred milligrams caffeine, and it's like three to four grams of uh, beta alanine but like for the average boomer at like ampham to take it they're like oh, oh i feel it <laughs> i feel it yeah this is um, more than my full i had it strength. once just to see what it was like <laughs> since it was like a dedicated i feel like beta alanine product and i didn't really get much tingle from it but it was like they had like a massive warning on there like you're going to feel flushed and like all this but uh oh, I, bet, I bet it was serious yeah. Oh, yeah but uh overall review for me i'm gonna go ahead and knock it out so i don't forget I'm going high, guys. 8-3. Hey, oh, nice. I would say solid 8. Yeah. No, 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 no. 7-2. Scrooge. 7-2. Uh, I was going to 8.5. Dang, okay. It's just smooth. It's it is. Smooth. It's very smooth. I really like the flavor. I don't, like, overall like every single bang flavor, but this one's good to me. Yeah, I know. When they tried the sodas. That's when their flavors got weird. Like I feel like... Cherry- or whatever, and uh, yeah, yeah. I do like the cherry lemonade. Good. That one's pretty good. The cherry blade or whatever. The one yeah. bang flavor I feel like I was really disappointed in is the root beer one. Because yes. I love root beer, yeah. and that one tasted like you threw like pennies into <laughs> sparkling water or something like that. It was just a shame. But yeah, this one I feel like I'm, you know, I'm enjoying every sip. Like I'm kind of just well compared to that rock star, I still have PTSD from that. So like anything you throw at me, it's gonna be better than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what did we have last week? Uh, I had what did I have? Alani, Alani, Alani. I watched good. it. Who do you think was your dislike? 
Oh, we had a Tesla? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was about to say, I'm going to have to go back, you bitch. No, I was up at like 4 a.m. when it dropped. Thank you, dude. <laughs> He's waiting. He's like, where's that? Where's that? Yeah, but uh, yeah, last week was good. But anyways, getting on to more of the show and uh, I guess what Sean's been up to. So, Sean, you've yeah. always been a competitor. Well, you've been a competitor for a while now. Yes. How long have you been competing? Since 2011. Okay. It's been a long time. And uh, you started off just being an average gym goer. Like, give us a quick, like, brief summary of, like, how you got into lifting and, I guess, to uh, where you are now. All right. So, quick rundown is always been an athlete. So, since I was, like, 13, played sports, always an athlete, joined the Army, stayed consistent. But then after I got out of the Army, moved to Richmond, it was – I joined Gold's Gym, and I saw actual, like, meatheads. They noticed my genetic potential. So I already had like cap shoulders, already had good lines, but I was small. So then they were like, hey, you should do this and you should do that. And before you know, I'm competing with them. Obviously, I was like 160 pounds and they were like 215, 230. And you're a tall guy too. So So I was just like lean. I was just a tall, lean guy that had like that natural like shape. True. So then with those guys, they were just like, they pushed me to that next level. And then I got bigger than them. (laughs) Something I always feel like about you that you have... Uh, kind of a unique feature about you. It's like you have very long arms. I feel like, but they're very full at the same. time. I was time. gonna ask, what are? The, have you ever measured your wingspan? It's not like everyone does that, but just out of curiosity, I feel like if you have long arms, you might as well check it. The Michael went, Jordan arms, yeah, yeah. palm and the ball. See, that's the thing. I yeah. went to um, there's some parking rich. I forgot which one it was. They have like an actual like wingle like or yeah, a eagle like, oh Maymont, yeah. yeah. And I stood, and I have like the same wingspan as a full-grown eagle. Nice. Like what does that do like for me measurement-wise? <laughs> I don't know what that means. No, it's like but, uh, some inches. Because like okay. I, I always thought that your arm span is it's the same, the same as, your as your height. It's supposed to be the same as your height. Like, I keep up with uh, UFC and MMA a lot, and, like, typically people are, like, you know, within an inch or two of their, like, height. Right. But sometimes, like, for instance, John Jones, he's, like, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and that equates to, like, what's this, like, 75 inches, something like that, but he has, like, an 86-inch reach. Dang. So it's, like... Yeah, so it's, it's a, yeah, it's a big advantage. But you're the opposite. Um, I think mine's yeah, like T-Rex. Mine's are four inches longer. longer. Than my oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, so my yeah. bench press has always sucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's and you have a very long. I feel like from shoulder to elbow, like the yeah. is that humorous? Yeah, humorous. Yeah, the humorous is long. Yeah, that's how I'm lucky. I have like a long bicep insertion. Like it dude, legit, it is like, like it's connecting to your forearm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like. They look small, fully extended, but once I can flex up, it's Dang. like, oh. Because that's what I feel like I always notice whenever you go through, like, transformations. It's like, just the arms just wind up getting so yeah, dead. Yeah, I feel like I whenever feel you like... do, like, a normal arm flex, like someone doing in the mirror, it's like your elbow is, like, a lot lower. And it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, mine's not by my waist. I know, they're yeah. dinky. I got water wings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alligator arms, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so, what, did, what what would you say you started your starting weight was when you started lifting back then? When I started lifting back then, yeah, like first yeah, got it was the like one sixty five. Like okay. when I first moved to Richmond, two thousand eleven. Yeah, one sixty five. And then your last show, what was your last weigh in? Two twenty eight. Damn. Okay, yeah. that's pretty. That's pretty big. Pretty big <laughs> jump, man. So uh, obviously, when you started, your your friends got you into competing and whatnot. What I guess got you into your first show, and was it a natural show or what? what Give us a little insight on that. Oh, so first show was actually just a couple months after I moved here. I had no real fitness knowledge. Yeah. All I know is that bros do biceps and like bench press. Of course. Like, that's it. That's all I knew. 
So Men's Physique had just come out. Perfect. No one knows anything. <laughs> you know, it's just, oh, you wear board shorts and you just like have confidence on stage. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, I guess like, I can do that. I'm swimming trucks at home. So then all I did was abs and bench press. Like, because that's what they were looking for. It was an NPC show. It was in uh, Norfolk. They actually don't hold a show anymore. But I was like one of like seven competitors. Took like fourth place. And like, I was like the hottest thing on the block then. So, I, had my, I had my trophy. I was walking around Norfolk like at ODU just nice. like showing off my trophy. Do fun. you remember back then like were you on stage with people that were formerly bodybuilders that had switched over? There were two guys that were, mm-hmm. but the rest of us were all just kind of like normal. You're talking like 10% body fat. Oh. Just like that. Like, 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 like yeah, we're visible abs. Yeah. We're just like taller lean guys. Hey, uh, you I don't want to like be that guy, but really make out with that thing. Uh-oh. Jamie, Jamie fixes uh-uh. my yeah. <laughs> Pull that up. Yeah. Pull yeah it so up. we had two guys that were like dice. Like first and second yeah. place were like amazing. And I was like, oh yeah, those guys are juicing. Oh yeah. Just because, you know, they were bigger than me. So I was like, oh yeah. yeah. So, so that's why, guys. like you didn't know back then that NPC was like a rung what you brung show. Like a don't ask, don't tell. People <laughs> could be, ask, could be like tell. running drugs and yeah. like you, you jumped into your first show competing with unnatural people potentially oh yeah okay but did you know that going into that nope not at all okay yeah so after that did you start following into like ocb shows and whatnot i did my second show was ocb in baltimore took third place there and then i stuck with those natural organizations for like four years yeah i turned pro naturally in like 2015 16 yeah so what made you decide to stick in physique the whole time did you ever you know as you started just a high weight thing gotcha because, I mean, I was getting bigger, but from a bodybuilding standpoint, classic wasn't a thing either. Mm-hmm. So, it was only physique or open. Gotcha. And I wasn't open. Yeah. <laughs> when, when did um when did you start training legs? How long? Uh, oh, the the real a, question. That's a fantastic <laughs> question. I got, like, serious about that in, like, 2014 or 15. And that was because I went to a warehouse camp. Back when Dana and Rob would do, yep. like, the warehouse camps. And they would have like deadlifting competitions, and everyone's deadlifting like six and seven hundred pounds. I was yeah, like, I saw the wills to deadlift. So, so did you really like? That. What was your like typical split um, back when you first started lifting? Like for these shows, was it really like you said, like just chest, abs, biceps? Yeah, I there's no very, legs at all. I very specifically remember training chest like four times a week. Mm-hmm. It was like a oh, this is upper pec day and oh, I would do like yeah. incline bench and incline dumbbell Heaven. press and then it's like <laughs> now I got flat bench and then decline and those are like separate days and I would do like arms or something in between nice. but then I was like as I got like more and more into it I got my personal training certification just to learn yeah. about the kinesiology and exercise science portion and then that's when it like evolved into like an yeah. all around physique so I do need Never to train the fifty percent of my body down low. <laughs> Never go to the gym on the day where you can't wear a stringer. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck, dude, that's awesome. Well, uh, I guess you know one of the reasons we I obviously had you on. I, I I wanted to make it up from our last time, but also you're doing a pretty cool transformation thing and being very open and transparent about this. Uh, I guess getting back to the stage type thing for yourself. Ooh. So how long have you been sort of? stagnant not focused on competing and whatnot and uh up until this date like from the last time you competed okay so last time i competed was august 2018 that was j color classic and then i was actually in prep before covid took over I was seven weeks into prep. I remember that. I was. Every, every, a whole lot of people were. Damn. Oh, yeah, we, were, we got screwed. Because what, what show were you looking at? Like, shit. 
Which yeah, like show were you looking at? I was doing um, Max Gale. Muscle in April. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so that show, they were holding out like as long as they could. Mm-hmm. But then once NBC and IPB dropped their statement, that's when everything got canceled. Dang. But then like people were going nuts anyway at the stores. So I remember like calling Nick or calling my coach. I was like, hey, bro, like I just went to Walmart. There's no chicken. There's no turkey. There's no rice. Like I can't like I can't prep. Yeah. And he was like, you know, just do what you can. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Was like, what am I supposed to use? Water and air? Impossible <laughs> burger. Turkey sausage yeah. and like turkey bacon for every meal. It's like. Dang. But then, you know, the gym shut down. All that stuff shut down. So I pulled the plug. And like, oh. One thing that was surprising me, not to keep going off topic, but when you were doing your kind of like more of your off season or growing part that you would post some of these breakfasts and it would be like this like 2000 oh, calorie, like 300 gram car breakfast. Yo, and I'm just yeah. like, I don't, I want to chime down? in too, but not drag it out. <laughs> I remember one time he was telling me, he was like, yeah, I'm going to bulk up a little bit this year or whatever this season. He's like, yeah, I'm going to probably have a thousand calories a meal and I'm going to have oh, four yeah. or five meals. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my, my, I just couldn't. That is still on my story. I, that's one of my story highlights when I was bulking. Yeah. But it was legit. Every meal was like 1200 calories for six meals a day. <laughs> my wife is just like, our grocery bill is stupid. Yeah. yeah I yeah. remember like one. I, I was watching one too. And you were like, yes, yeah, so this is my second meal. We got like, you know, two cups of rice. We got, you know, he was just like English detailing muffin. each thing. And it was like two times or three times what like a normal <laughs> yeah. person yeah, does. Dude, I would buy those really cheap tubs of ground beef from Walmart. It was like, yeah. 85 15 like the most fattiest shit you could possibly buy <laughs> i would just cut it in half and eat half of it for one meal, oh, half of it for a second Dang. i don't know how I'm after about, like, a while you just don't even feel like cooking it anymore but speaking with like i mean with supplements at that point i was using mk677 okay basically it's like a growth hormone almost it's a igf um to create a god so with that like i couldn't like I was always hungry. I never felt full. So I've I heard about always that. Eat. Maddie must be taking that thing. She's <laughs> never full. <laughs> God damn it, Tina. Yeah, Quit explains eating. everything now. Yeah, uh, but, all right, before you dive deeper into like SARMs and whatnot, I'd like to talk a little bit about when you started, I guess, started taking SARMs or when you started trying to maybe upgrade and, you know, optimize your performance with competing lifting and stuff like that so when did you go from being 100 percent natural yeah OCB. up until you realize all right i'm going to take it to the next level let me start dabbling with other things did you start with sarms or did you go straight with other peds or anabolics oh no that was it started with pro hormones i think okay yeah it was with primeval labs actually oh. they had like a one andro and a four andro formula. i remember I, I remember you taking that now that you say what that. is that with, with those mind me asking what is a pro hormone? I guess they're they're like a derivative it's, of testosterone. Yeah, that's pretty exactly. Much. It. It's basically they can sell it legally mm-hmm. because it's not like testosterone. I was gonna say, yeah. but I your saw... body converts it into testosterone once it's ingested. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a weird like your body's basically like a meth lab. Steel, and it's like, here's the them too. Yeah, they do. Blackstone Labs and a lot of these places sell them. And I always thought it's weird because it's like it's like chosen one and brute force. Like yeah, those, like, yeah. It is very strange. It, like what where that they kind of reminds me. Weren't you talking the other day, Austin, about like a Something in a supplement, it will die, like you absorb it as, I don't want to say it was arginine, but it was almost like the the secondary supplement was more effective at having you produce yes. yeah. that. It was arginine versus citrine. Into citrine. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like, if, if you just were to take pure L-arginine to try and get a pump or get more blood flow, you have to take like 12, 14,000 milligrams to get it to like actually work where you could just take like 3000 milligrams of L-citrulline, which will convert into arginine in the body, 
which is more effective than just taking Purell arginine. That is weird. Yeah, but with you know with the pro hormones though, I don't know a ton about them. I never took them. Um, but what I've heard and pretty much what Sean said is that when you take them, your body naturally knows how to convert it into a hormone. Like it's a precursor yeah. for hormones like testosterone. Yeah. So what was your experience with that, and what were like the side effects and differences between you know taking that versus uh, I guess later on what you did? All right, so with that, the side effects was just suppression. So your natural test levels fell mm-hmm. to pretty much nothing. But you had the artificial one to keep your your man things working. Yeah, did <laughs> you notice that basically. pretty no, soon no, into it? You don't really notice until you come off. Gotcha. Because then you have no natural test and no synthetic test. Yeah. Yeah, so. Did you have a coach back then doing that kind of stuff for you? No. Nope. Oh. I was just reading on the internet. Yeah. So how old were you when you first started those? I would say 26. Okay. Just want to give some like preface to the whole whole game that we're diving into right now. So that was after I turned pro naturally. Gotcha. So it was like. So you never competed naturally to be that guy that competed natural, but you weren't. Like a lot of people are getting busted nowadays for taking pros right. or SARMs. We'll call off the cops. You guys yeah. are good to get. <laughs> we're, we're about to bust. ATF. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that's and the reason why is because I went undefeated as a as a like an amateur in like 2015 or 16, mm-hmm. and that's when I was like, okay, like I'm better than this. I can go up to that next level, yeah. which is the NPC. And just out of curiosity, too, had you already had your daughters before or around that time? Because yeah. I've always heard something about like steroid use like you have to kind of regulate that a little bit as far as if you're trying to have kids or something like that because same kind of thing as you were talking about with testosterone and stuff so i was always curious like you know do you have to kind of plan for that and like Uh, wean yourself down or oh so yeah they were born 2013 oh i can dabble with that a little bit so when you do take testosterone or, or anabolics injectables and your test your natural test gets shut off mm-hmm. you can tend to become infertile mm-hmm. that can be like a potential but not everybody does and some people still remain fertile but very low but a one way that people take steroids for long periods of times or peds in general and they are infertile they can take things like hcg which yeah. start up uh, they kickstart your nuts turn pretty much turn your nuts back on it's yeah. hormone gotcha. that gotcha. turns your nuts back on kickstart as long as you're nuts. taking it it will reactivate your nuts. Yeah. But as, Wake as, up, boys. As, as soon, as soon, and what, that's what I've heard. As soon as you start taking it, your nuts will swell back up, and they'll come up to like normal size, and you start b- blowing huge loads. Is it like South Park episode? And you're like bouncing Oh, with the wheelbarrow? Yeah. He's got yeah. the wheelbarrow on his nuts? I'm just messing. But yeah, yeah, that's you, pretty you, much it. you take that to like have kids. During the part, like when you want to have kids, you just start taking HCG. Have your kids and then come off of it. To, gotcha. Because you know, I follow yeah. this guy who is, lives out in California, and he was like, "Yeah, I used to take stuff. Now I'm on TRT for like the next year, and then I'll try to get off that before we like plan to have any kids." Yeah. So I was curious if that's kind of the protocol you need to follow, but I don't know. I I, I wasn't sure. Like yeah. a lot of bikers have kids, so it's not like it's you know. Like yeah, Ronnie that's Coleman a good has point. like six kids, and even <laughs> Boston Lloyd, I yeah, was I know, surprised right? like. Wow, you actually have like a fully formed so it, child. It, it, with, it didn't like, come out with the cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, uh, I guess what I what I wanted to dive into even more is uh, from that point of dabbling with pro hormones and whatnot. Did you go from there to what else? And so how pro- long? How long was the period? So at this point, it would probably have to be like every year I upgraded. Okay. So it's like you start with like pro hormones, and even like. I still probably think pro hormones was the 
best like choice in terms of the there weren't that many side effects other than like your natural test suppression. But then you have like the the positive was I mean I was so vascular. You yeah. see me I'm nor- I'm normally pretty vascular, but I I was like freaky vascular. Dick like skin. Frank McGrath type shit. Dang. Yeah, because like my shoulders already have like crazy veins, yeah. but then like that expands. Yeah. And then like I mean, I was just lean, like, yeah. muscle hardness. I've always found, like, Frank McGrath and this freaky, like, animal athletes, like, so fascinating. And, like, I feel like that's they have, like, a cool physique. But then I'm like, I don't know if I quite want that spaghetti string in my arm for, like, my physique. Right. But it's, like, it is very uh, admirable and interesting on some time. But, I mean, I feel like that's with a lot of people's, so, like, physiques. So, like, you might look at something and be like, that's sweet. But then you're like, I don't know if they could wipe their ass. I don't want to be that big, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was watching Marcus Roll video for a comment here. Oh, like, God. He was, like... 400 pounds. Tank. That's what's always funny to me when people are like, well, I bet he can't run a mile. It's like, I bet you can't run a mile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't um, run a mile. With, with that, you know, like you say, you, every year kind of progressed. Yeah. Did your did you feel like you have to keep your diet the same like, and just kind of see like, okay, this is the baseline. And then, you know, I know my like diet base show protocol, if that makes sense. Gotcha. And then that way you can kind of gauge like, you know, like as you increase amounts of like, um, you know, like steroids or pro hormones or this or that, like, is, is that something that you have to keep your diet the same to be able to know like, Oh, well, if I have this added in or like this increase, like this is what it's going to make me look like or something like that. Or how can it change everything? My diet got cleaner over time. Gotcha. So it started off with, Oh, I have good genetics. I can eat whatever I want to. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when me and Austin were working together at Gold's, like I was eating Taco Bell during my competition preps. Yeah. (laughs) I would come in like every morning with a crunch. Wrap, a bacon crunch wrap you were with a, a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. That does sound every morning for breakfast. I was going to mention it to Ryan last time because he was talking about all the specialty stuff he had lined up, and like I was eating Chipotle like three weeks out, yeah. and uh, I was just like refeeding basically daily <laughs> until I finally gained any weight. Oh, and uh, yeah. yeah, and I remember last show you did probably a few years ago when we did that video in eleven eleven oh, yeah. that you were eating noodles and company yeah, too. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so that would and be that's a always good been a problem because I've always worked in restaurants. So yeah. I always have like, all this food accessible. So it's like it's only two hundred calories. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm, I feel like it's probably tough to want to pay for something when you could just grab it and just go oh, you know, right. work, yeah. you know. I like to uh, if y'all listen to the Ronnie podcast, I know you did with uh, Joe Rogan. He was talking about he worked at uh Domino's and so he'd uh, he? he'd just be crushing pizzas, Yo. and then and then you know what he said. He, this one on the podcast, but if you watch the documentary, he was like, "Yeah, man, we we was working at Domino's and eating all that pizza. I got tired of the pizza, so then I called over to the the uh, Burger King across the street and said, hey, you getting tired of burgers?' They said, "Yeah." So we so we started <laughs> swapping. So they started shit. swapping shit, yeah. and then he said, and then when we got tired of that, we called the KFC next street. And we started trading around. I said, you got you tired of chicken? They said, yeah. He said, you want some pizza? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. The simple life, man. Yeah. Just bartering. And that's a funny thing, too, is in that podcast, he'd be like, yeah, I started competing so I could get a free gym membership. Yeah. And it's like, so, so. you're getting free Domino's, free gym membership? I it would be it like, Arnold, up. can you imagine how much I am in heaven? Yeah. <laughs> dude. Crazy. Which made me think. I was like, man, was all that? I mean, I'm. Sh- you have to be in love with it to be that good at it. Yeah, but, right. like. Was all that competing and abuse to your body worth the $60, $50 membership to a gym, you know, to yeah. like get it for free? Which, obviously, he was in love with it like we all are. But, like, for most people, they're like, 
oh, that sounds stupid yeah. for a $50 gym <laughs> membership. You killed yourself, man. <laughs> yeah. But it's he all in love. Trains, oh, yeah. No, he's, I mean, well, like I said. He's 11 surgeries in. Yeah, and he so says he's dumb. never going to yeah. quit lifting, which I respect. I probably oh, yeah. wouldn't either. That probably keeps him alive at this point. Yeah. That's serious. You have to be hard-headed, I feel like, to not just get overwhelmed with it all. I'm yeah. You're like, about a surgery, like, on this cane, like, oh, time to leg press. He'll be sitting there doing shrugs with his back locked up, and I'm like, oh, gosh. He's still 250 pounds. I know. And I feel like, too. If you see, like, even though his arms aren't the same, like, he's still got that, like, veiny density, I was too, trying man. to describe to Maddie. I said, you know, when I met his, when I met him and I shook his hand, I was like, let me show you what it felt like. I said, put out your like hand. Leather. And I, I basically grabbed your hand with both my hands. I was like, this <laughs> yeah, is what it, it felt like. like. Oh, it mitt. felt like, yeah, it feels like a leather mitt that just grabs your hand. Like, his, just the thickness of fingers and palm and everything is yeah. insane. It's yeah. it's like a thousand pound deadlift grip. Yeah, And then his arm yeah. veins are like these like thick like snakes in there that are Probably just like, yeah water hoses yeah. now. I used to work roofing with this guy and he was like sixty years old, but he had a callus. I'd never seen a shoulder callus <laughs> from always keeping piles of shingles as he would go up the ladder, and it was almost like the knot on a tree. It was just oh, so wow. weird to me to see this like flat. Like almost like elephant hide of yeah. skin. That was Shave that thing off, dude, or, or alternate. I, <laughs> I wonder if his one trap was just huge from holding yeah, it up. He's like classy mode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so getting back to the, I guess your your journey and whatnot. So when you started pro hormones, did you see any type of gain or like weight weight increase? You know, uh, what, what was your average weight increase with that? I think at that point I went from I was like just breaking two hundred, so I was okay. like between two and two ten. And then I went from like 210 to 220. Okay. So I was like, oh, crap. And then, but my body fat didn't go up. So I was actually gaining muscle at this point. Muscle and water. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, this is cool. And then SARMS all of a sudden came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, let's try this other new thing that's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not an injectable, it's safe. For sure. Which is like the complete opposite of what you, yeah. what really happens. But it was like, oh, okay. So then SARMS came in. That was like 2017, 16, 17 at that point. And was that something that you kind of found through forums or just going into a, a store? And, and Mom kind of and Pop sub shops, man. Nice. I think yeah, I was actually sold. no limits at that point. Nutrition Corner sold them up until like a year or two ago. Yeah. I mean, they, they were probably like shitty off-brand ones, but they were still like technical Osterine and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they may or may not still sell them. I don't want to throw them under the bus, but yeah. uh, most, most places are trying to shy away from it now just because it is technically in the States now, I think, illegal to maybe sell them or possess them now, right? I don't know yet. I know they were talking about them. for human consumption. For sure. Sean isn't consuming them. He's testing them on his You're putting them in your dogs and cats. It's kind of like the smoke shops where it says tobacco use only. It's like, who smokes tobacco out of like a gas mask (laughs) bong? I love my tobacco, dude. But uh, all right. So how long of the transition to where you started pro hormones to where you actually dove into the dark side of PEDs? Dark side. The true PEDs. That was actually before my... Second to last show. Okay. So that would have been 2000, like the end of 2017, like November, Max Muscle. That was like my first like PED competition. Gotcha. And do you feel like, uh, what like what type of gain did you see when you started that? Like how long were you on? How What was like, if you wanted okay. to talk about it and be open, um, you don't have to be, you can just give, be very vague with it. But what kind of cycle did you run and, and how, how much, you know, did you gain during that time? Oh, yeah. So by that time, I was like, I had done enough research to basically be a chemist at this okay. point. Because, I mean, once you hit that level, like, it's a whole different realm. Yeah. Because you're like, all right, like, there's a needle involved at this point. So, so for me, it was, okay, 
I need as much information and knowledge and then test only. Gotcha. Just test prop. That was it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I think that was good that you brought that up because I'm sure a lot of people might have questions. Yes. You know, how did you figure this out? Did you just Google it? Like what to take? Like, um, did you have it? You know, every forum. I okay. Could find. Yeah. Gotcha. And to that way, it's real people just talking about the experiences. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking from 10 years back to like last week. They're just, I've read everything I could. Is that like height and weight based as far as like how much per week usually? Like how they figured that out? The tricky thing yeah, with these I always forums start low too. And slowly mark my, work my way up. I feel like the tricky thing with these forums too with uh, not just uh, PEDs and stuff but just everything in the bodybuilding community is people say they're doing one thing on a forum and they're doing another. Mm-hmm. And so you get, you know, oh, Bob from 09, you know, or you know, all these different forums from different years and months and these people are posting and replying you're like following along uh, but then, you know, you'll get one side of things, they do this, and then another, and they're complete opposites, or sometimes right. they're very drastic differences, and it's hard to know, okay, are you lying, or, you know, what's, what are you really taking, and like you mentioned, height-weight differences, there's also genetic differences, and there's yep. so many things that, you know, it might work for one person, not another, which is fine if it's just, oh, it's a simple uh, training technique or something, but when it comes to chemistry of your body, you don't want to take that risk off <laughs> what, uh, you know... Red, white, and blue 09 username says, you know, so. Yeah. Or I don't know if you guys ever get like this because when I first started lifting, I used to check forums a lot just to kind of be yeah. like, you know, like I'm interested in it. And, but, uh, I feel like I, I used to see a lot of people be like, oh, this is like what I do. This is this, this and that. And you'd be like, oh, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. And then they <laughs> yeah. post a picture like a week later or something and it's like, Right. Okay, never mind. Like, scrap that. <laughs> and that's like a whole other thing is like, you'd be surprised like how many people use gear that look like crap. Like, yes. They, there's no reason for them to use gear because like, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Now they don't know how to use it properly or they're eating, you know, Burger King and McDonald's every other meal. Yeah. And then they're only training like twice We're a week. We're not hard enough, yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to like interject and at least give some insight to people out there. Yep. And that, you know, you need to have your fundamentals and that these are people that are just looking to maybe dabble with this, you know, obviously reach out, make sure you're getting your blood work done before you start this oh, to yeah, make sure you yeah. aren't fucked up or how already have cancer or some other <laughs> disease going on to where your organs are going to shut down. Your but, you know, <laughs> do some research, obviously, before you start dabbling with your own hormones and your, you know, homeostasis of your body. But, you know, make sure you're covering all the bases, the drugs and the supplements. Everything's not going to work unless you are already covering every single base, you know, food, sleep, hydration, training hard enough. Eating yes. enough. Uh, there's a lot of people that just expect drugs or supplements just to work just because, you know, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take more. I'm going to take as much as I can and I'm going to explode. And like you said, there's a ton of people around here and just around the world that take a good amount of shit and they still look like shit. Yeah. Or they look like they don't even lift at all. And I feel like you got to do it for the right reasons. I think a lot of That's people right. take it to kind of shortcut five, six, ten years of work. Yeah. And then once they get the result, they enjoy it for a little bit and then they get tired of lifting fall off and then they have you know depressed testosterone levels for the rest of their life most definitely they're not even lifting anymore and things like that. you know before That's jumping into it you definitely have to have a mindset of knowing that once you start more than likely it's going to be for the long haul like because once you start you're going to realize there are gains there are you know you feel great you feel superhuman your recovery's on par your pumps are better but once you come off you're going to go into that roller coaster ride of going down 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 all the all your gains or most gains are going to go off. Strength's going to go down. Joints are going to get achy. You're going to feel like yep. everything's black and gray. And then you can be like, oh, well, I want to get back on that horse, that high horse. Yep. Let me get back on. And next thing you know, you're in a revolving cycle and you can't ever come off. So uh, just, th- just think about before you start, 
do your research. Make sure you're covering all bases because nothing's going to work unless you are working, you know? And make sure, like, it's not permanent. For like, sure. Where you're going to be, like, at the end of it is not going to be, like, where you're just going to sit when you come off. Because, I mean, for me, quarantine was me taking, like, 100% homeostasis, PCT, and I chilled for three months. Yeah. Like, I was too... My weight actually never changed. So, from pre-contest prep, or I was seven weeks into a contest prep, 217, like, 8% body fat. I stayed 217 at, like, 18% body fat, just like normal Joe. Like, no abs, like, nothing. Like, my body just, like evolved into like normal like that's my normal yeah and now it's like okay let me reintroduce it three or four months later i'm 226 pounds now my body fat's like 12 percent. yeah and it's just like oh man you're getting big awfully fast it's all coming back awfully fast and i'm like sure is (laughs) yeah how do you You deal with that mentally as far as like of course you're kind of back on the train now but how do you kind of deal with the mentor how do you feel i'm sure it's good and bad you understand why but at like the end of it where you're like, like you said, 18% body fat, same weight, haven't been lifting. How do you feel? So for me, I felt okay. You know, so like, it wasn't like depression. It was like the depression for me was not going to the gym. It was like not having that routine. Because you do the same thing over and over. You go to the gym at the same time every single day. So for me, it was just the routine. And I think that hit almost for everybody, regardless if you're on drugs oh, yeah. or, or doing anything. It's just <laughs> sure. like... Man, gym is life, and you don't have your outlet anymore, your daily therapy. It's just fucked. And I'm sure it amplifies when the hormones are down and whatnot. It's just like, oh, f- dude, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> and for me, I was perfectly content. Like, I picked up a second job to make up. For well, at least that, you kept like, busy. Right. Yeah. And plus, like, it's like a warehouse job. So I'm, like, moving boxes, and I'm jacking up pallets, and I'm, like, dragging. Yeah. So, like, Loaded I'm, like, on the check. Hold on one second. Yeah. <laughs> Get so, a few like, reps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, then it's, like, so I get, like, a physical labor, like, style job yeah. just for, like, four hours every morning. Yeah. Just, you know, keep me busy during my normal gym time. But then, like, my wife is, like, you're getting awfully small over there. Oh, oh damn. damn. Yeah. Just having the devil body. on your yep, shoulder. So, so my wife hit me I'm going to show you. Yeah. <laughs> and then the gym slowly, yeah, the they're just like, hey, yeah. you can sneak in and work out again. They're like, just don't say anything, but yeah. you can come and work out. Hell like, yeah, that's sick, man. So that they I was like, sneaking in there like once or twice a week whenever I had time. Yeah. But now yeah. it's like a routine again. All right. So I haven't kept up, uh, I guess, as much as I'd like to. And I think if you want... You can use this platform to obviously give a little insight to what your YouTube channel is all about now. Oh, yeah. So right now. So, right. you know, you're doing a 30-day transformation, yes. an unnatural transformation, and uh, seeing, I guess, how far you can take it. What's what's the end goal with this 30-day transformation? The end goal, there's two end goals. One, to show you that, like, PEDs, like antibiotics, they work. The second one is that they don't work like you think they do. Mm-hmm. So in 30 days, like I said, I've already put on 10 pounds in two weeks. Today is actually day 14. So... I'm 10 pounds up. I look better. My strength has almost doubled since quarantine. Because, you know, I was barely overhead pressing like 155. Yeah. I'm already like repping at 185 again. Bench press, I couldn't get up 185 for like six reps. I'm already repping 225 again. So it works like crazy. Yeah. But I'm not like some lean, shredded, like 300-pound monster just because I take gear. It's like they work, but 
It's it's not like a magic potion for sure. One like, thing uh, you're not just gonna take it and all of a sudden like I eat I cook chicken breasts I cook rice and I eat broccoli and like I eat six times a day like I still put in the work outside the gym as well. Yeah. One thing I thought was uh, pretty interesting. I don't know if you guys followed this a few years ago, but uh, Kevin Lafrone when he came back to the stage, oh, yeah. Yeah. seeing his because you know before he he was like ah oh, yeah I'm gonna do the Olympia or this and that and it's like really like don't embarrass yourself but he right. came back and he rocked yeah, it. Yeah, I think he awesome. jumped from like 180 or 190 to like I think he had a surgery or something yeah. too right I think he, he had how many months do you guys know? I think it was like four or six months. Though, it was crazy. Which is still, in comparison, a very short time to gain back the mass. And basically, he like grew into the show. Yes. Yeah. Which is hard to do. And, uh, right. you know, that goes to show there's freaks like yeah. Ronnie's, like Jay Cutler, like Dorian Yates, like uh, Kevin Laroni. Oh, yeah. One and thing I, uh, I love seeing his posts with, like, leading up to the show, it would be a photograph that he'd turn into a movie with, like, Creed in the background. Uh, like, every yeah. single oh, post. I remember, yeah, he's in the Creed, dude. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's freaks like that. And, yes, they already have the genetics. They work hard. They diet to the T because they're professionals. And, you know, them throwing that, I guess, icing on top with the PEDs makes – just throws fuel in the fire. That's all it is. But most people, you know, not a lot of people have bodybuilding genetics. So even if they take drugs, they're still not going to blow up like some of those yeah. freak, genetically freak people. I think genetics do have a, a play because there's plenty of people out there taking hella drugs. And I'm sure you know, yeah. like hella drugs and they're 215, 230. And, you know, they don't have any shape to them. They're just kind of soggy looking. And it's just like True. you either got it or you don't. And if you realize you don't naturally, there's no point in really hopping onto that train unless you want to be, you know, you know, obviously you can do it to feel good and you know be your right. best and optimal not to say being natural you can't be your best but what i'm saying is like really take it to the level you know uh what do you think about people like lee priest or even people like arnold that were like yeah we took drugs but like it was only like this much test and this much deca or something like that to where it was like a fraction of what you would normally think of. yeah because I, I feel like I, if I you're at them. top of the top like would you really want to just be like well my my runner-up might be doing like five, 10, 15 different things at this much. So like, no, we only stuck with tests and deca. Like, I feel like if you are top in the world, you'd want to just do anything you can to succeed. In I think I believe them to us yeah. because especially with genetics. Cause I mean, Arnold, like Lee Priest probably has some of the best genetics ever. Like Lee yeah. Priest was crazy. He's still big at like 40 or 50 years oh, old. Right. When now. he was like 19, he looked like freaking Arnold. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, and with him, I think with genetics that good, you don't need a lot. Like, sure. I mean, you just don't. And I mean, was it Ian Valier and Chris oh, Bumstead? Yeah. They were on uh, RX Muscle. They said Chris takes 500 milligrams of test, and that's for bulking. Dang. To where he's just genetically a freak. I'll so, like, why am I going to kill his liver? Yeah. And, and plus, Ian's his coach and his brother in law, so he's going to look out for him. True, true. That's so a he's good like, point. That's it. There's no GH, there's no insulin. It's literally like test obviously things change yeah. during the actual preps but his bulking is just test because that's what i was curious me and brock were talking about that the other day with someone like chris bumstead like when your brother-in-law is your coach but he's also like more in the mass monster class like i feel like it might be hard to trust him to kind of like will he get me like what i would want to look like for classic if that makes sense as far as like not having some of the things that would be more in the open like would he know you know how to run that for me or something yeah. like that yeah. too so I think some of these bodybuilders that, you know, definitely were taking less than people thought. I mean, they already had a tiny frame to fill out anyways. People like Lee Priest are like 5'2", or true. Seth Ferrosi yeah, that's, that's like 5'5", five, five. Five, you know, two. whatever. He's like 5'6", give him whatever, a man. He's like 5'5". So, <laughs> um, you know, so, five two. 
<laughs> oh, for Lee Priest? That dude is short. He's, he's very, short, he's but 5'2". I mean, real hopefully you don't see this. I'll like, give him some credit, yeah. But, you know, most of these dudes have a tiny frame to, fer- uh, yeah. to fill out, so 220 pounds looks ginormous on them. And that's yeah. not that heavy yeah. or that big in comparison to a six-foot guy. Yeah. You know, like Sean Clarita? He's like he's actually like 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, oh, shit. And he was is only- he the giant killer or whatever? Yeah, yeah. in the 212 division. He weighed like 189. And that's filling out like, like a mini fridge. And he's like top three in the Olympia in the 212 at Dang, 189. Yeah. That's how so, short he is. Somebody but, that... Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. no, I'm saying but on a frame of like 5'2", five, 5'3", five, 189 is crazy. Yeah. Somebody that I feel like I'm excited to see how he does is uh, Keon Pearson, if oh, you know yeah. who that is. Yeah, I just feel like he's got physique. such a crazy, you know, such a crazy frame that I feel like can only get better, Hopefully too. Hopefully he keeps his waist the way it is. Like, I love that. Just It's crazy, stupid waist. Yeah. Crazy, stupid biceps. And it's like, I hope he doesn't do anything to, like, blow that out. Yeah. That's right. all I hope. I also really like uh, Patrick Moore. Yes. He's gonna really never nice. never heard of him. Oh. he uh, he's a top ten in his first Olympia. Yeah, he um and he did the Arnold class. I don't think he, he did, did too good, but half, yeah. yeah, but he um yeah, like like uh, Sean said, he came at the end of a uh, tenth in the Olympia, and he's got like a physique that if he really wants to actually win open, he's gonna have to get a lot bigger. But where his physique is now would have done really good probably in the seventies or eighties, and it's still like a very nice like it's it's right before you get overly uncomfortably big i feel like in bodybuilding right but it's not big enough to win anything you know on the highest of levels but it's also too big noticeably too big for classic uh but i i don't know but he's gonna have to get more big you know bigger to, to really compete if he wants to yeah but it's just kind of disappointing that a sport like that it's kind of like you know we were talking about the other day with classic physique it's like where do they go because with classic especially with the weight limit i like that because it keeps them from getting overly big but then it's like you either have the genetics to win or not because you can't just keep coming bigger and bigger to beat the person you're you know going. Right. You either have to be more conditioned or you can bring up a weak point. But at some point, like you just either have it or don't. I feel like that's where Keon Peterson was at. Was like, am I just going to keep coming and getting second or third, or you know, should I just try and go up and try and bring something different? So I don't know. Bodybuilding's so weird because it is subjective, but I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, know, it's hard to set that objective criteria, I feel like, for a subjective competition. Especially when you watch, like, Chris and uh, Breon battle for three years straight. Yeah. And, like, Breon got better. It's not like he, yeah. like, didn't bring his best. And I would say and Chris, Chris was relatively the same. Like, he made some improvements, but between the first and third Olympia, it's yeah. like, if you look at the pictures, you know, like, he did definitely bring up certain things like arms, but it's like, it wasn't dramatically different enough That's what to I mean. It's just uh, like, it's just like the right day, the right time, and the right judges just got to feel that you're better that day. And it's like, I don't know, yeah. it's, it's just a weird sport to kind of, like, keep watch over because like and i said it's almost out of your control it's right. tough i feel like for so many people you know this is i guess me just talking to like the average joes out there that before they hop on drugs and want to become this professional body but hopefully you figure out sooner than later that either you got it or you don't so you don't start chasing a endless dream you know true don't go chasing waterfalls all right yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Just, yeah. big but, lenny <laughs> like there's one local guy like that like when he turned pro yeah like he I think he can pay like seven natural shows or natural seven national shows. And then like he eventually turned pro in like a master's division. And then he like brags about being an IFBB pro, but then, yeah. then he gets like fourth call out every pro show. And it's like, 
I, yeah. I get it, but at the same time, like, you probably have to understand you don't have that genetic potential. For sure. But there, for sure. Because yeah, there's a shake involved. I think it was maybe John Meadows or somebody that was like, you know, I did like 10. <laughs> I always feel like I'm voice crack like 30 minutes. Get in. all the tests, some dude. estrogen in that bank. Yeah. 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 Right. I, have, I have like 10. Uh, he would do like 10 or 13 shows before he became a pro. So there's a. I, I would be willing to argue for his sake is that John Meadows. Everybody knew that he was going to be IFBB eventually. Like his physique looked crazy, grainy, mature, dense muscle, had great shape. But like, there's a lot of people that just like are average, trying to yeah. chase after something that I think that they're like brainwash themselves to where they they're spending way, they're putting too much harm into their health, spending way too much money, and then also just I don't know. Not to say that you shouldn't chase your dreams, but some people with yeah. bodybuilding, you need to realize it's it's fucking tough, and you got to be up to well, par. Well, it's just like any sport. Like you might be phenomenal as a baseball player, football player at your your high school, but once you get to college, you're one of a thousand. Yeah. And then once you get, yeah, you know, if that, and then once you get to professional sports, if you even get there, then you you know again you're like one of a million. You know, it's like, or well, less than that. But you know what I'm saying? Like the 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 percent of elite that you have to be mostly genetically is just like the, the genetics matter more and more the higher level you get. Right. And you mm-hmm. can make up for it a lot with hard work to an extent, but especially once you get to that professional level in sports or, you know, in this case, you know, Olympia stage or Arnold Classic stage, you know, you can't just have one or the other. You have to have at least higher ends of both the work ethic and the genetics to really compete and it be worth it. It is crazy. I feel like because um, especially over the past few years, like seeing people like uh, Big Ramy or someone post in the uh, what is that gym called? Oxygen, oh, oxygen gym, yeah. Where it's like in that bathroom, mm-hmm. and it's like he looks crazy. Like, how does a human even look like that? But then when it comes to the Olympia Day, he stands next to Phil Heath, and it's like, eh, you know. You <laughs> like, always say that you always yeah. look good by yourself, but when yeah. you're stacked up next to people, it's like, oh shit. Yeah, I know. Next to people like me. Oh. <laughs> But uh, getting get, uh, a little ways off from what I was you know, hoping to dig into a little bit. Uh, so for you to be growing, you know, you're starting this 30-day transformation, Sean. Like, what is your eating like to grow? Like, for people to, I guess, get an insight, like, what it takes to actually put on this added weight, this added muscle. Is it just you just wake up and it happens? What are you doing daily to do that? How much food are you eating? Daily right now, I eat eight egg whites, two whole eggs for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And that's normally, like, while I drive to work, I'll have, like, a couple of rice cakes with it. And then with chicken breast, I have two. Yeah. So I have two meals. That's just chicken and broccoli, actually. I don't even eat any carbs with those. And then... How much chicken? Oh, eight ounces per meal. That's half a pound and half a pound cooked per meal. So then there is... That's three. Then while I'm at work at night, I um, I, it, I have to like deep fry it, but I don't put any like other crap on it. Mm-hmm. So I guess I get... It's still chicken. But it's like six ounces of chicken. I eat, it's like five chicken tenders, deep fried with no f- freaking breading. Breading, which is still like overly no dinosaur fatty. chicken nuggets, basically. <laughs> so then there's that. Now that with rice. So I have two more meals like that. So it, that's about five or six ounces of chicken per meal, with a cup of rice per meal. And then once I get home, it's like cereal. Yeah. So I make sure I have like a cup and a half of milk just for more protein. Then I'll just like smash a bowl. Gotcha. So charms. if you give like an estimate, like what's your total calorie intake for the day, you think? Right now it's probably like only 3,000 maybe. Okay. Five you- grams of creatine a day? 
Uh, 40, 47 grams of creatine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, like no creatine actually. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. What's all been about? Yeah. So you yeah. are, so you are yeah. natural. Yeah. Been doing. yeah, what, what <laughs> have I been taking? <laughs> so you are natural. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Thank God. It's funny speaking of, like creatine and whey and stuff. Like oh, every now and then, the, or I also throw in like a post workout like shake. Yeah. So, but with that, that's like seventy five grams of protein. Because that chicken is not enough protein for me. So then it's literally just three scoops of, you know, gold standard, nothing special, protein, yeah. a couple of rice cakes with that. But, so, like, I love it when, like, younger guys, because I work with a bunch of high schoolers at night, and they're just like, what do you do to get so big? Do you take protein? <laughs> like, yeah, that's always me, like, That's always, like, a funny thing, because I'm like, oh, I take protein. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I do use, like, protein and, like. Oh, what about creatine? I knew it. That? Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, that's it's funny to hear like normies be like, "Oh, he's on creatine or something like that." Like it's like a, you know, oh, I can't have that. It'll make me gain water weight or something yeah. like that yeah. too. Yeah, I used my high to, school uh, got stupid with that. Go climbing with this one guy, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm on creatine. Like my my harness doesn't fit me anymore." And it's like, "Oh bullshit! <laughs> like, <laughs> give me a break." It's always been it's always been so funny. I overheard two guys at work talking. This is part of like three or four days ago, guy had like a gallon jug of water. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I see with that new water bottle. He's like, yeah, I'm on creatine now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you have to hydrate. Yeah. You know? It's funny when you hear people say you have to cycle it too. Yeah. 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 I had a kid furiously arguing with me about creatine, how you need to cycle it in one of my classes. And then they were talking about how you have like the HCL creatine versus like the regular. And I was like, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. I just couldn't even argue with the kid. He was like citing things that d- didn't exist. Yeah. Right. Just, just take it. Oh. Yeah, these yeah, are the not, guys that, that will buy like the test booster and fat burner from like muscular development magazine yeah. ad. Yeah. That's why I, now that I see those in like GNC and stuff, it's like, oh, test booster. Hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, for 30 it's like in, supply. A, in a plastic, plastic box that's like, yeah. like locked up. You always felt those <laughs> natural test boosters were just so stupid. I'm like, just take the real thing if you're gonna be. A- most of the time, because it's never going to raise it. It'll just help yeah. maybe optimize some of your like free testosterone that you already have in your body, but it's never going to raise your natural testosterone. Right. And plus, like you have to like blood work to actually measure it. Yeah, for sure. If it's even working for at sure. all. And most of the time, people that are taking those pills aren't dieting right and they aren't training right. Most of them, like LeBrock yeah. mentioned earlier, most of the time you're just trying to get a shortcut and you're like, oh, hundred bucks. Oh yeah, I'm going to gain a fuck ton off that. Yeah, thirty yeah, days. Blowing yeah. through the dress Especially if they think like a hundred bucks for a thirty day supply is like a good deal or something. Oh shit. yeah, it's like, dude, like a hundred bucks will get you like twenty weeks of gear. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty crazy how the the price is staggering on both ends on oh, that. Yeah. But uh, so training wise, what are your splits like currently? I guess what, what's your training training like Still now? No legs. Yeah, uh, you know, legs every other week. <laughs> no, but I do. I only do one leg day a week now. And I make it hamstring heavy now because I was having like some hip issues before. So I think it was a hamstring issue. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, like it was just painful. So now hamstring dominant, like leg days. So, you know, do my leg presses and lunges. I like hyper quads. So, you know, one leg day. I try to do a bicep or tricep workout at least every day. So okay. it's one or the other. To interject real quick, as far as your leg day, have you ever done a Jefferson squat? Like years ago, but yeah, oh, like I used to, I used to, I used to watch like Kai Green do it. Yeah, so well, like, that's yeah. that's my point. Is the only person I've ever seen do them is Kai Green. I remember seeing it years ago, and I was like, 
that's a weird exercise. I was like, I won't try it. <laughs> and then uh, I started doing them like a couple months ago, right before the quarantine stopped. And I was like, this is nice. Yeah. And then uh, I showed these num- numbskulls over here that, and uh, Austin won't do them. But uh, Griffin was actually doing them in his own program today. And I was like, nice. Did you and Brock just yes. become best friends? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have an announcement to make. <laughs> Griffin... Uh, the the bromance <laughs> is uh, is is no is no no longer as far as uh the gym program he fo- he followed his own program today we split off today <laughs> so now it's an workout. arms race huh yeah it's an arms race on who can get it as big <laughs> no, no no well that's the thing I'm taking like, crazy I have loved, no chance <laughs> while we've been in quarantine I have loved to have the workout partner and I still love that dynamic but you know I just sometimes miss doing my own program and I was thinking yeah. about because we've been doing like chest and back and legs together but then on that off day I find like this just feels like I'm doing like a filler like made up thing <laughs> like just to yeah. kind of like have a, a buffer into the next kind of yeah. cycle. Yeah to be fair together. I had him basically and reasonably so he's training at my gym in my parents garage and we were doing, a, you know, the typical split I'm doing, which is, you know, legs twice a week, chest and back twice a week, and then shoulders and arms. And so, like you said, like, you know, we started breaking away a little bit because we both enjoy training alone. We have good workouts together, but we also enjoy training alone. And, um, but... Uh, sign of a good relationship. Sign of a good relationship. <laughs> but, yeah, this morning, I could tell he had this expression on his face like he had something he didn't it's want to tell you. me. <laughs> I know. And then he goes, yeah, I think I'm going to do my own program today and you know and i was like oh, no no so <laughs> it's not me uh-uh. he went through my phone yeah he found the screenshot brock finally brought up training pricing to you yeah 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 he's like yeah. yo i gave you the first month free now training's starting today uh yeah. which program would you like yeah 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 meal plan has to be purchased as well oh yeah um but yeah i thought i had to had to let the world know Griffin is his no more at the gym. Damn it, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we'll have a measure off in another 30 days yeah. from now. So just buy some screen. Yeah. Screen. I stole I all the out my recorder and started playing My Heart Will Go yeah. On. <laughs> Damn. Hot cross buns. I it. told him I, I was going to force him to buy the 10,000 shorts with my code. He said I couldn't do it. So <laughs> said no more. I'll get around to it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I did wonder why y'all were training a little differently today, but I was yeah, like, oh, I was like, ah, oh, they must had a, I had a fight last tension? night. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I saw it. I saw it. But uh, so let me ask you this, Sean. Between up? shows, is that was this last show your first one with a coach, or had you had coaches prior? I still haven't used a coach yet. Like, I mean, technically, because me and Nick never finished our prep because, gotcha. because the show got canceled. Because I remember you posted, you know, when you were starting your prep, you were like, I want to have. Like, my coach, I want him to have a good, like, canvas or clay almost to, like, mold into something better. Yes. But I was curious, like, you know, because um, between talking to different people that I know compete in the area, like, sometimes people switch coaches or kind of shop around. But, like, is there something you look for in a coach that you feel like you would benefit from not being able to do yourself since you already have so much experience of doing show preps yourself prior? I think now it's just accountability because when you do it yourself you give yourself slack true because you're like oh like i look good therefore i can add an extra couple hundred calories today yeah because but as a coach it's like no like here's your goal plan and it's like don't deviate from this and then because your money is invested and like you're invested you're like okay like i'm not gonna waste x amount of dollars because i like want something like 
I'm just going to do what the paper says. Were you always yeah. usually pretty good, like, when it came to, like, peak week to kind of feel like you've got a good gauge on how you feel like you look in your head? Or Absolutely not. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even lie. Like, peak weeks are probably, like, ruined, like, 90% of my preps. But even though, but I was, like, genetically, like, good enough to, like, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Like, I was never, like, from an NPC standpoint, I was never dominating. But, like, naturally, like, it was always okay. It was like, oh, it's peak week, which means I get to carb up. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like you eat, like, your chicken with, like, an extra serving of rice. It was just like, and I'm eating cereal, and I'm eating waffles, and, like, yeah. like, carb up. So, but now, like, it's evolved over time. And now I know, like, for me, peak week has to be just another week of consistency. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, maybe the night before the show, carb up. And, like, that's it. Because once you look good, then, like... Not much is going to fix that. Yeah, I feel like, like people overdo thing. it. Yeah, they overdo it. And that's, I won't ramble about my experience again because they don't on another podcast. But yeah, I just kind of played it pretty simple too. Because like, yeah. I, I mean, especially as a natural, I feel like, like you said, like your physique should already be there. It's just like a finishing touch with some carbs the night before. And then I think, you know, playing the water game is super risky too. And yes. so it's better just to play it safe, I think, rather than, you know, go for the Hail Mary. Yeah, because I mean, if you already wake up lean, like you're dry, you're vascular, like why during your final week after killing yourself for 11 weeks, that last week you're going to not eat carbs for three days or four days. Yeah. And then you're going yeah. to... So not eat sodium for a day and then you're going to smash a bunch of sodium and then you're going to add four gallons of water and then you're going to take away all your water it's like yeah that sounds really stupid once you think about it, yes like, it does you look great on saturday yeah. why are you magically going to yeah. change everything you've been doing i had a friend uh who competed a few years ago and it was funny to me because like he did his own prep and he did it probably in like six weeks and natural and then on the show day he was like well like i think i'm supposed to carve up so he had like two sleeves of rice cakes with (laughs) almond butter and then he didn't do so hot but then when he got off stage he's like they're all on steroids blah 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 and it's like there are so many elements of your protocol that like you went wrong on that it's like it's you can't just chalk it up to the fact that like oh i'm not on drugs like i didn't place well or something like that yeah yeah my second to last show um it's funny because I watched that happen a lot mm-hmm. because there are a bunch of us. We were like, you know, like Instagram, like friends and like we were following, we were actually pushing each other because we all lived in Virginia, but it was like somebody lived in Fredericksburg and someone yeah. lived in Spotsylvania and someone lived like in DC. But like we had like thousand calorie cardio chest and challenges and yeah. we were like pushing each other. <laughs> oh, oh like, it was like, We're like Yo. on the Stairmaster trying to get a thousand calories. Oh, yeah. That sounds horrible, dude. <laughs> and then like my breakfast for that show and that probably one of the last shows I actually did really well in. That, like, I had a good show. I think it's like, it was top five. But then I was watching some of the other guys who were shredded, crazy lean. But then that morning, they're at IHOP. Oh. And not only, they're not eating, like, you know, they're not still eating, like, egg whites and maybe like, a whole piece of toast. They're, like, stacks of pancakes. Or, like, it's time to carve up. I'm like, you're 145 pounds. Dude, some people <laughs> had surprised me when I was uh, training. So, I, I was trying to find who I was competing up against on oh, Instagram. Absolutely. And I'm like, okay, I got this guy. But then the next one, I'm like, oh, when, when was this taken, you know, I'm like trying to figure it out, yep. and, um, and I remember when I got to, like, the hotel we were staying at or whatever, and one dude, um, he was with a group of people, and that's the one thing you'll see with OCB, is they're, like, these, like, not to say it's rigged in some fashion, but it's, like, you know, the show, the, the, the coach for some of the winners is always, like, affiliated with the uh, organization, you're like, yes. huh, 100%. but anyway, point is, though, you know, there's a group of these dudes came in, and you know, they're all like hooting and hollering. But then I saw them later on like one of their stories. They're like training legs the night before the show. Dude, 
Retarded. And I was like, Retarded. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. But these are like the OCB pro coaches and all that. I'm like, yeah, no. Um, and so then you pump that testosterone yeah, and get the yeah. legs working. Yeah. And I was like, idiot. I'm going to crush the competition of mine. <laughs> um, but uh, he ended up placing higher than me by one in the uh, open. But that's okay. But point is, yeah, I feel like so many people do some stupid things like either the night before, the morning of, the week before. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. I think with mine, my, at least my last one, I played it a little too safe the day of. Uh, the night before, the day before, mm-hmm. I went down to Nags Head Friday. And uh, the show was Saturday. Actually, we went down on Thursday night. Woke up Friday, and I was looking very, very flat, very lean. I was like, all right, well, looking as good as I could for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and start carbing up a little bit Friday. So I ate like eight or 900 grams of carbs that day. And woke up the next day. Looking still great. Dropped weight a little bit mm. still. Oh. And uh, Joe and I was working with Joe. And Joe was just helping me out and, you know, having that outside perspective. And I was like, ah, oh, should I eat? And he's like, so the only thing I ate before prejudging was three rice cakes and 100 grams of. The entire s- morning? The entire morning. Oh. Super flat. Super, super flat. Yes. And he, I, I just sipped on water. I didn't hold myself from, but I was just if I was thirsty, I'd take a few sips. My tricky thing was I was watching the water a little bit, and I wanted food that wasn't going to sit like a rock. Yeah. Because I was, you know, knew I wanted to hit a vacuum, and I was like, I need nothing in my stomach, basically, at least how it feels, you know. And I remember the morning I did, uh, I did my usual breakfast, so like the oat packet, and then like the uh, half cup of like non-flavored oats. I did one egg. I like made it the night before, and so just microwaved it like in the morning. And then uh, because they had uh, breakfast, like, what do you call it? The continental breakfast, the yeah. free shit, the hotel, whatever. I had, like, one little English muffin strawberry jelly, and that was pretty good. I feel like, honestly, I could have done a bigger breakfast, but I did that. And then right before I left the hotel, so this is probably new, like an hour and a half or two hours before the show, I had what I prepared when what I thought was, like, the best meal for me was, uh, like, potatoes chopped up as, like, fries, basically. But, you know, they're just, you know, oven potatoes. And then uh, some ground turkey. I didn't even finish it because it was, like, six... It was, I think it was four grand or four ounces of turkey, lean turkey, ninety three seven, and then it was like maybe four hundred or five hundred grams of like potatoes, which is a lot, honestly. And um, I was going to do that. I didn't even finish the meal. It was a lot. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> but I knew I picked that meal because it kept me full. But I knew it would digest like eventually by the time of the show. Um, and then I think during the show with some thunder crackling, is uh, I think I just had like. One or two Oreos and then like three rice cakes, but that was like an hour before. I couldn't imagine doing just that the entire morning. So I will learn from all of y'all. I know you'll be the most. And optimal. then I will be like thirty-two and yeah. go on stage for the first time. You'll and just like go and turn pro. And like, them. Yeah. <laughs> Life is great. They test you for creatine and they're like, ah, strip him. Uh-huh. So yeah. with mine, I had the, I was super flat for prejudging, but what I realized was. I just under ate or didn't carb up nearly enough, even though I ate the eight or 900 the day before. Yeah. Uh, I During the intermission, I went out. We had like four hours to kill. So yeah. I went out and bought a thing of uh, cinnamon buns from like Publix or whatever, ate three or four of those, and then ate another like 100 to 200 grams of Sour Patch Kids. And uh, that was That's the, the night show. I was going to say. And I still don't yeah. feel like I was – when I was thinking eat. back there, I didn't think I was still as full as I should like have been. I like the Superman like swirling the hair. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the, the, the morning of, I, if I could find pictures of that, I was like skeletal. No, that was your vegetarian prep, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, vegetarian prep. Yeah. I can imagine trying to eat like a prep diet with Yeah, no you weren't here for that. You know he was a vegetarian the entire prep for that. I know. Because oh, you were doing that. the summer shredding. I yeah. remember we yeah. filmed that beforehand. So like the, the, 
During there, like, it was three weeks without any protein. Yeah. Much he would just have that. these Tupperwares full of, like, uh, the frozen mixed <laughs> veggies yeah. and the uh, and rice. rice and dude. then put hot sauce, hot sauce. on top. Yeah. Sometimes I love hearing, like, y'all stories. Like, you with not training your legs. Yeah. You're, like, whole spl- your whole experience of life is I, funny. I feel like and, you were uh, kind of low protein, too, back yeah, then, uh, too. Yeah, but I didn't low protein, like, 80 grams a day. And then it finally, like, three weeks out, It just makes me out, glad to be, like, a straight protein. Gen Z, like, always had the internet. <laughs> yeah. Like, started lifting immediately went to youtube and that's when like you know a lot of these people chris jones and like christian was kind of just getting going so i had like maybe not the best information ever but like good somewhat role models to, like look forward to yeah. your information it wasn't just a bunch of bs and forums and so like i feel like i had a good start at the same time i definitely made mistakes but sometimes i'm just like man y'all really y'all really went from one thing to another oh, for sure <laughs> no, for me, i feel like that was my best look to date though i was 180 no, you look you look great 181 pounds it just amazes me though that you did that with yeah that, that yeah it seems like it's almost like fly by the seat of your pants and like and see I, what I happens guess, but it i guess i can together. talk about it during that i mean people might say i was on drugs yes i was taking testosterone so i was taking uh during that whole entire prep i took 100 milli- 200 milligrams of testosterone propionate for that 12 week span and nothing else. I did take laxogenin, which is like a plant steroid or plant hormone. No, no, that's two weeks out. Any horny goat weed? But no, <laughs> but the laxogenin actually just helped with lowering cortisol. I don't really think it helped with me just taking test already, but, uh, I was taking, yeah, like 200 milligrams of test probe and that was it. And most people would be like, Oh, you, you know, what else were you taking? It's just that, you know, just, so you don't have to take a lot to like have a little bit of muscle on your diet and come in, half decent for and plus a lot of people don't realize like the mass monster bodybuilders have a myostatin deficiency yeah like because your body can't just like get that big so i think it was flex wheeler like his body doesn't produce myostatin which means he could just, just kept grow. growing yeah like he just keep growing no issues because there's a sarm i think it's yk11 it it literally shuts off your myostatin so you just literally can just keep growing yeah i, I really like that one <laughs> well, i got like 250 pounds with that. my favorite that was huge <laughs> Um, so like now that you've done this transformation or you're on it yep. right now, how Two many days are you in? Two 14. Weeks? 14. Yeah. Um, and what was your starting weight? 217. And what do you know? 226. 226. Yep. And you said, obviously you wanted to do this to be a little bit more transparent and show what 30 days could do. You know, are there any other like side goals that you hope that are happen or do you plan on competing? Do you have anything in your mind, in your goals now for I'm competing? Thinking September. Okay. I have a vacation like that first week in August, so that leaves me like eight weeks when I come back. Yeah. So by the time I'll already be like, if I'm at like ten to twelve percent body fat, then I'm in the good like eight weeks out shape. Yeah. So that way I can I can drop six percent body fat in eight weeks. So. Yeah. That's the goal, and then after that, nationals. Okay. But you know you have to take top two. So what show was it where I remember you took a picture? You we were doing classic physique. You, I swear you looked your best ever, and I obviously haven't competed since then. I'm probably not, but probably not. You, you you had this one pose where you posted. It was a classic. Oh, yeah. physique pose. That was my first classic competition. Okay, yeah, I that was the craziest I ever saw. You. I was like, yo, dude, look crazy. What when did you place in that? Last. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you looked crazy. Well, I don't no, know. that was that was like my legs didn't like come in like yeah. to where they well, were like they were. Full, but they weren't separated. I didn't think they I'm were. I'm surprised though you don't. Do you feel like they're still lagging behind? After quarantine, yes, but I think I, know I feel like you would up. hit them. I feel like you would hit them uh, twice a week. I, I was. Get them. Okay. I was during um, this last prep. Do you yeah. train abs? Like once a week. Just like for for a couple of shows, I did it. Like I just dieted down. Yeah, abs were fine. 
But I know a lot of guys that don't train abs, and it looks like they don't train abs. Oh, you know, like gotcha, even like yeah. once you're dieting, they're lean. It's, yeah, they don't have that like pop to gotcha, them. They're kind gotcha, of just there. Yeah. But no, I train abs now, just like once or twice a week. Oh yeah. Well, um, get some abs back. That's pretty cool that you're doing this. You know, obviously everybody can follow on YouTube. You know. Yep. Yep. I'll put that in the description below. But Sean Board. Yeah, that's really cool, and I, I definitely think that's you know respect to you to obviously put your life out there and you know let people see some of the down and dirty of what actually goes on a lot out yeah. there you know oh yeah but i'm just said how many like dms i get now too like just like putting that out there like also it's like new message and like it's just like straight what down. should i take what should i take where do you get it oh yeah Fuck off. all of that <laughs> just like yeah especially once you throw in like the word trend because that's like the the holy grail that yeah. is the holy grail and like that's why normally when i talk about it it's always negative because i yeah. don't want people to use it like because it works so well, and there is just so many negative things that go on. Like for me, it's like, oh, do you really want to use trend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Like, turn off your AC, turn off your fan, lay in your bed in a puddle of sweat, and make sure you put like toothpicks in your eyelids so you can't go to sleep. And that's trend. Like, aren't you crazy, horny, and aggressive too? Yeah, absolutely, one hundred ten percent. But like for me, since I'm normally not like like angry. Like, the aggression is just yeah, kind of like, mild. hey, don't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put your dishes away! <laughs> yeah, I definitely think not everybody, what's that, Chris Jericho, whoever killed his family and shit? Oh, like Chris Chris ben- not everybody's ben- like that when they go right. on gear, you know. I think who you are just gets amplified for sure. Yeah, that's to a exactly, certain it's, it's percent. A amplify. Now, if you're a dick, you're going to be a super dick. But, yep. yeah. Uh, anyways, I definitely think before you numbnuts, knuckleheads out there start just thinking you can hop one shit, make sure you... Do some research, get your blood work done, be smart about it, don't be an idiot. Yes. And it may not be for you. Not everybody should be doing that and doing this. Consult with a doctor. Do we want to touch on learn the Learn how uh, to patch drywall. Huh? I said learn how to patch <laughs> yeah. drywall. Oh, yeah, before you start <laughs> yeah, yeah, punching yeah. holes <laughs> in that <laughs> shit. Do we want to Combos. touch on the, the question you got and oh, then yeah. I hit the question? Yeah, right. yeah. So question. I did get a question. If you don't follow me on social media, make sure you do because I do throw up a questions box every Sunday. Before and we don't the get show. many, so if you ask yeah. something, you'll probably get it's answered. It's definitely getting answered. <laughs> yes. uh, you're going to be preferred. But, anyways, got an answer or a question, and it was some of the, uh, I guess, pros of being natural versus pros of being, you know, uh, on gear. Speaking as a representative for the naturals, <laughs> um, I feel like uh, it's just kind of preference with what you want. Like uh, like you guys talked about, I think the thing with um, gear is obviously as far as like pros, pros are pretty obvious. You're going to be a lot stronger, a lot more efficient at what you're trying to do in your goals um, and get there faster. I think the thing is it just comes down to, again, like lifestyle choice. Like if you do get on, know that you're going to be on for life. And it's a big commitment. It's not just like a whimsical, like, oh, I'm going to start taking this pre-workout or try this protein or whatever. It's not just like an everyday decision. It's a big decision. It's a, uh, you know, it's a legit drug that you're, you know, altering the chemistry of your body. So I feel like it should be taken seriously. Yeah. Um, obviously, with naturals, we have a less lot to, or less, a lot less to worry about as far as not just buying the stuff, injecting, but you know, I don't have to stress about my blood work as much. I don't have to stress about you know PCT coming on and off. Um, hormones are more in check and balanced. So there's that pro, um, but I don't think it's as simple as like a pro con thing. It's not like it's one's not, right or wrong. It's what what are your goals? Yeah, yeah. I would say for me, like uh, I think of it similar to like bulking and cutting. Like I'd rather just kind of keep the pilot light on and like you know slowly work my way up to like mm-hmm. whatever that pinnacle is that I feel like I can always look forward to. Like oh well, when I'm forty, like 
I'll be even stronger than I am yes. now or something yeah. like that to where it's not really like a fly too close to the sun and then like fall that. after that. Because either way you go, whether the dark side or natural side, you're still going to get to where you want to go. Just one might take a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. You know, both, you know, regardless, even if you go to the dark side, it's still going to take And there's got to be like an understandable cap of like, yeah. I'm not going to be running Coleman natural. No. So you got to like yeah. understand that too. Um, and, and, and it's like, you know, you got to understand like where you are in life. Like I plan on probably taking TRT when I'm like mid thirties yeah. because I'm like, by then test is slowly dropping off anyway, probably have kids, don't have to worry about too much and probably have hit my natural like limits anyway. So then I can just kind of ride that further. You know, I'd probably start taking it in my forties or fifties anyway. And so just kind of, you know, like meet it in the middle, meet yeah. it at the right time. So, you know, it's kind of just. You know, but again, at that point, I'd have a lot more research. I'd get it, you know, more pharmaceutically. So it's like I don't have to worry about getting it from some Japanese or weird source. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about that stress too. Um, but like you said, like you know, it's just different times, different strokes, different folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the whole deal. With and this. I think a lot. The only the only like downside is if getting one or starting too young. And I think there is an oh, age yeah, for being too true. young. Some kids out there think 19, 18, 19, 20, even twenty three. Like, it's very young, and you're still growing. Like, I think some studies show you aren't even, like, done, like, growing, growing for males until, like, 25. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be stupid. Like late 20s. But yeah. Just, like, to be stupid 20s. to start, like, diving into where you haven't even hit your natural potential yet anyways. Yeah. Um, You know, and have the chance of your natural testosterone going away for life, mm-hmm. losing hair early, uh, getting back knee, getting any other, you know, atrophy of your nuts, whatever else is going on, like... Other problems associated, kidney failure, liver failure, could be injecting some heavy metals that you get from some online site, whatever. There's there's a whole different variance that you could get that would be like, why, like, just live life, push push yourself in the gym, you know, and you wait until you're old enough to where you can actually make some decisions and not have to worry about, like, you know, messing up your growth. True. And I feel like, too, you know, when you're young, like, I feel like, not that I'm old, but, like, when I first had really started, like, feeling like I hit my stride in the gym, like, you know, like, 19, 20 or so, after a few years of, like, being consistent with it all, like, that that kind of high of, like, you know, I had good uh, density and, like, also was, like, still lean as far as just kind of being just out of being a kid, if that makes sense. But I feel like, you know, when you're young like that and then also if you're on gear, like, that high will probably never be topped to where you'll always be trying to chase that. That like, is true. That initial peak, if that makes sense. Right. You're forever small. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah that's true. Even when I was, I'm my absolute biggest. I had like two fifty two, two fifty three. Yeah. For me, that was huge. But like, even though like I was that size, like I didn't feel that size. Yeah. Like other people made me feel that size. So I'm at true. the gym and they're like, "Oh, hey, bro, I noticed you're this big. Like, what are you doing?" Yeah. And then it's like. There was one day, we had, we had to take my wife's car to the shop, and like one of the guys was like, oh, hey, man. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, I don't know the guy. I, yeah. He acted like he knew me, so he just wanted to sit there and talk. And as no matter where you went, people always had like something to say to you. Yeah. And my, my wife got like, annoyed with it. She was like, why does everyone keep coming up to you? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, trophy husband. Every, yeah, like she sees <laughs> me every day. So she, for her, it was like nothing special. It was just like, oh, yeah. like, he eats everything in our refrigerator and like take it works him. out. Please take <laughs> yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, but like. Did your wife have any, um, did she, was this a discussion you had with her about, okay, I'm going to take this, and did she kind of push back against it, or was she for it, did she not care at all? It was a combination. It was like, uh, because obviously, like, there are side effects, like, like, the aggression, and like, so if anything was getting crazy, especially when I was, you know, two kids, because I started, they were only like three or four, so it was like, okay, if 
any like hella negative things happen that affects the family, like it's done. I'm like, okay, like that's respectable. That's yeah. not an issue. And here I am like three years later and everything's so cool. I still, you know, well, love pe- my kids. People <laughs> yeah. think that like, alive, so once right. they start gear, people start gear, they're going to turn into drug addicts. Mr. Hyde. Right. You know, yeah. like that their, yeah. their family, they aren't going to work anymore. Like they're going to be lazy bums, meatheads, whatever. It's like people, a lot more people out there than you know that are like super productive, successful people that, you know, I optimize on their hormones, you know. I, I think of testosterone at least. You know, all the other anabolics and PEDs maybe at least to me aren't essential or a necessity to me yeah. anymore. I have no goals of trying to get huge or jacked. I mean, obviously I want to be better and keep building what I've got potentially, but test is best and, you know, I I don't see it any any more than just optimizing your hormones, optimizing, you know, your recovery, your, you know, training. Um, just, I don't know, life. It's just like you said, I mean, it's TRT practically. So it's like, you just feel overall just great. And especially all that my body's been through, I, I think it holds me together. <laughs> so, crack. Even that, because yeah, even ahead. before, yeah, because before like contest prep, I was just using like test site at like 125 milligrams a week. So that's barely TRT. Yeah. TRT is like 100 milligrams a week. So at that point, I'm just cruising there. And I mean, like I said, I was up to 250 pounds just using that. Every now and then, throw in the SARM. Like, SARM is a 30-day cycle. You're off. And then that's it. Yeah. So, it's like, it's not some magic potion. You kind of just, like you said, test is best. Nothing special. Still got big. Strong as an ox. Yeah. Wouldn't wear a stranger. I was pretty chubby. <laughs> so, to give, I guess, another perspective, we can dive into these questions. How long have you been training from day one to now? Just to give some insight to people to be like, oh, man, this guy didn't just grow overnight oh, yeah. or over six months. No, since... July 2011. Okay. Because where I'm from, I'm from a small town yeah. where like our high school had a gym. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to Radford, which had a recreation center. Yeah. Two bench presses, one squat rack, dumbbells up to like 70. Yeah. You know, just like a legit, like a rec room. Half the time I was playing basketball anyway. And then I moved to like Richmond where there's gyms everywhere. Went to a Gold's gym. It was like blown away. Had all the Mr. Olympias on the wall. And yeah, I was like, are. yeah. This and, is me. And then all of a sudden like the trainers are all like jacked and they're like, Oh, bro, like, you have good arms and good shoulders. Yeah. And you just fed that, that, e- fed that ego. It's that like, oh, it. yeah, come on, baby. Yeah, and then, but, I mean, that was nine years ago. Yeah. July makes nine years since I've been, like, training, training. consistently. Good. That's good, man. Brad Castleberry, Natty for 22 years. Yeah. <laughs> I never go her. Michael Hearn's the guy. 4 a.m. I will drink his blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's crazy to me. I think he just had, oh, is he, like, 52? Just yeah. had his first child, too. Like, just crazy to feel like you know like i guess he still will be like 60 70 like playing catch like running around and dude is leaner than this table right now (laughs) zero fat on him it's just crazy yeah i don't know what they're mixing in his stuff yeah yeah all right let's crack them open we got some good questions today all right so we're gonna do it at answer the internet sean have you ever played this game before you ever seen it so So this is barstool sports questions as fucked up as you are don't take them seriously. So if anybody's watching this, they're all fun and games. And uh, if you do think they're funny, you know, maybe go check out the game. Nice. So I'm going to flip mine over first. This is Answer the Internet. If you could be a master at one of the four bases of sex, would you <laughs> – but you'd have to be below average at every other base. Which one would you choose? All right. First off, guys. What are the bases? Yeah, I was yeah. Ask oh, come too. on. I was thinking well, in my head. I'll, first, I'll first, break it right, down. Break it down. First please. is kissing. Second, you're getting a little handsy. 
Third is, of course, you're getting a little mouthy. Okay. And then fourth is home you're run. hitting that home run. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I've got to be a master at home run. That's what I would say. Yeah. It's almost Duh. straightforward. Um, well, you're going to be a master at well, you suck at everything else. I mean, either third or home run. Because Unless if you're, you're good at third, a... you can still keep her around and get yeah. fourth. Yeah, I was going to say, I would say third because I feel like you can do multiple and then it doesn't matter like if how bad I feel like you get the third you like deliver for her and then she's like okay um, you know now she's gonna give you a little something yeah. and she's like what the what is he is he like <laughs> mentally ill like what's wrong I was about to use the R word I was like, I was <laughs> like I'll get I'll get I know I was like yeah. I'm gonna get cancelled so I was like I like froze, but anyway, y'all know what word I mean. Like, like, what's wrong raggedy. with you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, raggedy. Yeah, uh, I, I'm still gonna go with the home run because I'm like, well, you know, if I can just get there, I'll be like, you just wait. So, you know? <laughs> I guess besides, I mean, number three would be, you know, perfect, obviously. But the reason I want number four for me or home run is because. You know, you you want to hear like, oh man, dude's got dick game out this yeah. world. You know? <laughs> and plus, that's like that's a that's a give and receive. I feel like the three. If you're talking about your skill, it's not like you're amazing at receiving. Yeah. You know, it's gonna also be giving. So it's like, I mean, that's great. You know, Ryan would say simp, simp, simp. But <laughs> but Ryan, we love you, dude. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like you said, I'm gonna go with the home run because I know I got the goods at the end, and then it's again we're both benefiting. You getting that's true. Getting dickmatized. <laughs> All right. So uh, you're number four, fourth base, or home run. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm going for it. Oh, yeah, pretty straightforward. Griff, you go, Griffin. What's your final? Th- I'm going to say three. Ah, just because. I, simp, simp. <laughs> I I feel like I have been with a few girls that are like I don't get off through penetration. Yeah, that's Most very the true. There's yeah. definitely. I mean, there's yeah. There's two types of you know ways that they can orgasm. So there's there is that to it but Damn, I'm gonna take well, the one that yeah, benefits right. me as well I yeah. guess hopefully I'll just d- give hot, hot dickens in this yeah. and make it happen <laughs> hot dickens <laughs> uh, go ahead and answer yours my man what we got alright so would you rather live in the middle of nowhere in Iowa the swamps of Louisiana or Alaska hmm this is easy for me it's an easy one I'm going to Alaska because I, I don't know what I would do in the middle of nowhere and the swamps of Louisiana just sounds fucking horrible. So Alaska, you have a like good scenery, good fishing. You have like. I'm gonna go with Alaska. Nice, like Alaska. Nice, like, but I, I just imagine myself nice. and like it's like it's a movie and like you have this landscape of a snowy landscape. Although I know it's not always snowy there. Yeah. And out of nowhere. The film starts, and then you just see me pop up in a ghillie suit, just covered in like snow, <laughs> and I just be like, <laughs> and I'm like out there, and uh, yeah, I just feel like I'd, I, I, I'm also a bigger fan of the cold. I don't think I was too warm, but still, I, uh, yeah, I definitely feel like I would have more fun in a weird abstract environment. Like, elk and like just yeah, out yeah. Straight, I assume straight swamp ass in the swamps of Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. And like perm, perma swamp ass. You'd be back yeah. in your Mardi Gras experience. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah, I'm trying to dodge that. So definitely Alaska. Isn't that the final frontier? Is that called the final frontier? That's Star Trek. But, Alaska man. is frontier, I believe. Something frontier, right? Yeah, I think I think it is. Someone chime in, in the comments. Let me know. But I'm going to Alaska. Like, yes, yeah, Alaska. 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 Everything. Well, you got 24 hours of sunlight. You got 24 hours of daylight. Or, Nighttime as well in some parts of it. Have you ever heard of a guy named Dick Pronicky? No. From like early 2000s. Uh, so he was like 50 
And I think he was maybe former military or something like that. Maybe like a former, you know, like tradesman or something. And he just decided to move out to Alaska. And he brought like three, essentially like um, the ends of a hand tool. So like if you have a spade, like the the spade blade, Mm -hmm. and then basically whittled the handles of each tool and then built a cabin out of those hand tools and like spruce that he just like felled in the wilderness and lived 30 years out in like a cabin alone in the wilderness and then essentially i think he died at like 90 but it was crazy because he would still be like wake up crack a dawn like make his coffee i think somebody would every three months just like fly out some like biscuits other things like that but he would like uh go like hunt he would go fish but i feel like at least for me um i have I have my grandmother and then my uncle is a lot older. He's like my grandmother's age almost, but his mom is still alive and she's like 90 and she lives out in Louisa in the country, but like she'll still wake up, like drive her four wheeler, go catch like a fish from the stream, like get her garden, get her clothes on the line and like contrasting that to my grandma, who's like 20 years younger than her, like having a uh, some sort of purpose and fulfillment like that would keep you young like that much longer like having things that i feel like you would have in alaska to kind of have to do to kind of keep self-sustaining yeah. would would definitely kind of make you a little bit so, more vicarious Brock, for you to get your your coffee out there you'd have to do that kopi luwak uh, yeah, what altitude would that be at? <laughs> that uh, cat Can't. shit coffee. Oh, yeah. Kopi Luwak yeah. whatever. Great wash. y'all make fun of my coffee. <laughs> it would be fermented. All right. Pull the internet. Would you rather, A, shit yourself every time you come, or B, get a boner every time you talk to a dude? Mm. So I've heard this question. I've heard this question before. And, um, That's a rough one. I'm definitely going to go with the uh, the boner moment, just because um, although it'd be very awkward and uh, I'll probably get very questioned, um, I feel like anything goes in society at this point. It's like a broner. So, uh, yeah, I'm a master of the tuck. Yeah, so I yeah, <laughs> just flip it to your waistband. I definitely yeah. flip it, and um, I just have to have it like I, I don't know. Yeah, I have to have it flipped or taped down or something every time I'm hanging out with the bros, and you know. Yeah, because I don't want to ruin such a great moment with uh, just shit myself. So. <laughs> no, we can't go to Chipotle, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just always stop right before. Oh, that's probably yeah, quite. Stop. It's probably quite a sensation, though. Oh, dude, I bet it's like torture almost. Hold on. Yeah, probably get a, a high. Nice one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but then you go finish in the bathroom. Yeah. You see the toilet getting exploded. Yeah. What if she's riding you on the toilet? Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, it's taking care what of it. What a combo. Yeah. Oh, God. But uh, I'm going to probably do the boners, the broner as well. Because, uh, yeah. yeah that's I, I, there's no way I could just have a cleanup situation. Every, yeah. I, got, I got enough going on. To clean up, yeah. yeah. That, so just like just gonna... whittle a hole out of a depend, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> so that type of cleanup I don't need. So Dang. yeah. If you were to be murdered, who would be the most likely suspect? Ooh. Damn. Uh, right now, wife for life insurance because <laughs> she likes to travel. <laughs> nice. uh, but just just messing with that one. I don't know, man. Jake, nah, become sole owner. Big uh, cat comes back. Who? <laughs> big cat. Oh, big <laughs> His cat. cat. Yeah. He does a sacrifice for big cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> bring back. This is for Big Cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Pulls the heart out. Yeah. yeah. Pet cemetery. Uh, yeah. Did you see that? Movie? I don't know. That's a tough yeah, question. I don't know who hates me right now. I'm sure people do. Some, it's the person who disliked the video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The They're like, yes. Uh, mm. For me, it would have to be someone I talk shit to online. Oh. <laughs> I talk a lot of shit. So I feel like a be better somebody. question would be uh, that you, you give a straight answer would be uh, like, who would you be most honored, honored to be killed by? <laughs> I feel like uh, I don't know, The Rock's too easy of an answer. I feel like I'd want one of those James Bond type characters like a Jason Statham. Uh, how the fuck you say his name? Yeah. Statham. Um, or uh, who's also a badass in films? Matt Damon. Maybe like, I don't know, if I'm going to go and I know it and I have to like pick something to go out with, I'm thinking like a right hook from Tyson oh, or something Oh, how like you want to die? Oh, wait, like, I, like if somebody choose? kills me, like. Damn, a knockout like, KO. A knockout KO. Oh, wow. Nice and quick. It's filmed. Boom. Hopefully $100 million gets raised Viral or something. <laughs> and Did you guys ever dead. hear, of, uh, there was this like internet meme that came from something a few years ago, but the Sky King, did you ever hear about that? No. Mm-hmm. So basically this guy, I think he lived out in Washington State, but he was like 28 or so. And he was like, you know, like I'm, I think he worked as like a flight attendant or maybe like a tech at an airport, but he was like, you know, like I'm, I'm going to like commit suicide, but I'll do it in my own way. And he stole a jetliner and just took off. Yo. And so he got radioed in from, they had like B12s following him just to make sure like he didn't hit a building or anything just to be able to intercept him. But he was like talking, you can, you can look up the, the YouTube video. Cause it's uh, basically like people on the ground that were filming as well as like the radio communications of him talking at the wow. same time. And so uh, he, he winds up stealing it and he's like, I'll just, I'll just cruise around, like see places I want to see. And then when I run out of fuel, like that'll be it essentially. But you can see uh, from cell phone videos of people uh, on the ground he does a full like loop to loop in like a passenger airliner <laughs> and they're like we never thought that this kind of plane could handle that kind of force like you just did something that like a somebody who's never flown a plane should not be able to do <laughs> and b that this kind of jet like the force should not be able to let this happen and then he also does a barrel roll but he winds up going to see like Mount Hood or other things like that. The two like B-12s are just following him the whole time. And they're like, why don't you try to like land on this island or something like that just to be able to like take him down. And he's like, I'll land all right. He's like, well, you think like United would ever give me like a pilot's license honorary? Like if I, if I finish like, like complete this well or smooth. And he's like, what is this guy to be like prison for life or something for like sealing this kind of thing? And they're like, well, like, what do you think you'll do? Like, you think you'll land over here? And he's like, well, I didn't think I'd make it this far. <laughs> and so he winds up just fi- finding, like, an island off the Washington coast that's, like, uninhabited and just crashes the plane and dies. But it is crazy, like, before he, uh, like, that came to be, like, just kind of hearing, like, you know, I wonder how many people are out there that's, like, if you could have that kind of passion or, like, take a chance on something like that and have it work, like... I feel like he's got to be like riding high, like right before it's all over. Ride or Just die. like if he could have had that kind of spark, like leading up to that at some point, like how much of, you know, like I'm sure once he got in the plane and had that kind of feeling of, I did it or something like that, like how, how great would you have to feel? And then just knowing too that, like, you know, you don't have to 
have just death be like <laughs> the like, landing well, option too. I either, yeah, I either die or I uh, land and I spend the rest of my so, life in prison. I do so. feel like that was yeah. an epic way to go Dude. out, but at the same time, it's like, dang, like if, if you could have just landed it and they like figured out that that's what you wanted to do, like afterwards. Yeah, like revert that passion into something yeah. like more in life. How many yeah. beers do you think you'd have to pack for that trip? Yeah. I'd be packing question. a 12 pack, crushing them, like just going out with a bang. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, damn, dude. So if you look up the video, it is cool because it's just some random guy like, did that thing just, like, <laughs> you see it just, and then take off into the sunset. <laughs> dude, it is cool to see. So sick. But well, anyways, that's the end of this show, guys. Hopefully uh, you liked it, enjoyed the questions, enjoyed Sean's story, and make sure you follow mm-hmm. him on his YouTube channel and uh, Instagram. I'm going to drop it down in the description below. If you have any questions, reach out to him. But don't be one of those people asking, hey, where do I get this from? Hey, how do I take this? Do your own research. Google it. That's it for this one, guys. We'll see you next week. This is out.